Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1911. The topic is nutrition and the title is, Are You Eating Enough to Lose Weight? One of my clients wrote in their journal recently, I have been feeling so much better throughout the day and especially during my workouts with the increased food. I can't even explain how much better my workouts are, like night and day. I didn't even realize how dead I was during my workouts until the new food. I responded, hell yes. (laughs) Super happy to hear this. With the better energy, your body is going to burn more fat and start building more muscle. I am super excited for you. So this client has been struggling to lose body fat. We actually worked together in the past. We've worked together... uh, year and a half, almost two years ago, and they were a friend of one of my clients, got recommended to me, so we started working together. At the time, they were only eating around 1,000 to 1,300 calories a day. So they reached out saying that they wanted to be more athletic, they wanted to build more muscle, but they wanted to also lose body fat. So eating only 1,000 to 1,300 calories a day, and they were training about an hour four to five times a week. Her body had adapted to living on less. It reduced energy consumption of all non-essential functions and even some essential ones. <laughs> her, she had thin hair, thin nails, flaky skin. She lost her period. And she had some other complications. So we were working on trying to increase her calorie intake. She also, at the time was wanting to work with me to potentially work on doing an aesthetic competition. So there's competitions like you might be familiar with like a bodybuilding show, but there uh, for women, there's bikini, wellness, figure, and physique. There are different levels of muscularity, different levels of leanness. So she thought maybe aiming for an aesthetic competition could be motivating. So I said, okay, you know, we could we could use that as a motivator, but let's go to the first one, the first show. Let's just, just aim to be healthy. Let's aim to get back, like, your period back. Let's aim to get leaner, but we're not going to do a bunch of crazy stuff that just perpetuates the unhealthiness of your body. Let's set a date. Let's have that in mind. Let's practice the posing, and, and when we feel like we're lean enough, when it feels like it's the right time, we'll do it. But let's then focus on a second show as the one that we would want to win. So the first one, let's have it as a goal. Let's have it be a motivator. But let's not lose the, the main goal of trying to be healthy in that process. So as we prepped for the first one, I was pushing her calories up in order to help her get leaner. When she was consistent with the calories I gave her, her weight would actually go down. She would see new details in her muscles. Things were going great. But she was mentally uncomfortable with the idea of having to eat more. She had always thought that eating less, eating less, eating less would help her lose body fat. So every now and then she'd have a a day or two of self-sabotage where she would eat less than our plan. And it would kind of derail our progress. It would slow our progress for that week. She then had friends telling her that she needed to do more training, more cardio, and eat less. Because that was their experience. That was their level of knowledge in regards to aesthetic competitions. That's what they had done when they competed. 
So my client felt confused. Here I was telling her to eat more, but yet her friends who had competed before were telling her she needed to eat less and do way more cardio. So she was confused. She was overwhelmed. And unfortunately, she left my services and instead listened to her friends. She ate less. She did more cardio. She got to the show emaciated and smaller. Not leaner, but smaller. She then had a rebound period of her body trying to increase fat storage regardless of what she was doing after the show. As she would try to do a little less cardio, she would gain more body fat. As she tried to eat enough to just sustain daily energy, she would gain more body fat. She gained the body fat back that she had lost. After a few months of kind of dealing with the mental aspect of that, she reached back out and now we're working together again, which I'm super freaking happy for. (laughs) Very happy. And again, I'm pushing her to eat more food. I've been feeling so much better throughout the day. Again, that is what she said in her journal. I've been feeling so much better throughout the day, and especially during my workouts with the increased food. I can't even explain how much better my workouts are, like night and day. I didn't even realize how dead I was during my workouts until the new food. I love to hear that. It means we're back on the right track. She has also stated that the way that we structure her eating and her training and and have her track her food has allowed her to feel mentally the best. She said that when she followed what her friend suggested, she became obsessed with the scale and reverted back to unhealthy relationship with food. She didn't like the way she felt in her body or her mind. But now that we're back to working together again, She's feeling happy again. And she's a great example of what I see quite often. A person being over fat due to under eating. Meaning they have more body fat than they want as a result of under eating. There are generally three reasons why people are over fat. Meaning you have more fat than what you want. And the reason why I'm saying over fat rather than overweight is sometimes people weigh an okay weight. They actually don't mind the weight they're at, but they're just more body fat than they expect or that they want. So they don't want to necessarily weigh less. They just want to be less fat. So there are three reasons why people are typically over fat. It's either from overeating, inconsistent eating, or undereating. These three are equally common. I have clients that come to me for all of these reasons. But they all present a different challenge. Most diets, when we think of typical diets that you would hear in mainstream media, that you would go buy a diet book, most diets are written to reduce caloric intake, meaning they're written to correct overeating. But what if you're over fat due to inconsistent eating or undereating? Those overeating correction diets don't work. You'll get an initial weight change, but for many reasons, you'll find that you can't be consistent with that diet structure, and you'll quit. Typically, the reason why is because they took you from either barely eating enough or definitely not eating enough to eating even less because that was the way they were structured. 
is to correct overeating. So for sustainability and quality of life, you just will not be able to follow those parameters. So if you find that typical diets don't work for you, it may be because they're not written for you. If you're overfat due to inconsistent eating or under eating, you need a different approach. Inconsistent eating. You need diets that include food timing, not just food selection. So not just a list of eat this, not this. You know, eat this, not that. That kind of thing. But a diet that actually includes some component of timing control. That helps regulate your intake of timing. And that can help correct inconsistent eating. Think of intermittent fasting. That's something where you have a time window every day, you eat in that window every day, and you're typically going to eat a pretty consistent amount of calories in that window every day, so you create consistency. You correct the inconsistency, which was causing you to be overfat. If you're under-eating, you need diets that promote healthy caloric intake and encourage healthy levels of exercise to try to rebuild your metabolism. What is a healthy caloric intake? Well, on our website, uh, if you go to www.brutalirongym.com, go to free nutrition education. On that page, we have a handout that's titled Create Your Own Nutrition Program. You can literally write your own training, like nutrition program. <laughs> so you can check that out on the website. Uh, and it'll tell you to be roughly in the ballpark of your lean body weight times 11 to 13. So if you're thinking, okay, if I weigh... 100 pounds, because <laughs> uh, I want to make the math easy for myself, I would eat 1,100 to 1,300 calories. So take your body weight. Now, if you're excessively overfat, say 30% body fat or more, you don't want to use your current body weight. You want to use the body weight you probably want to aim for, what you think a lean body weight would be. Take a lean body weight, multiply it by 11 to 13, and that is the range of calories that you should be aiming for per day. What is a healthy level of exercise? You can exercise anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes, three to five times per week. That is a good, healthy range. If you exercise more than that, still totally healthy. You just have to eat even more. So you would eat above that 11 to 13 range. If you are not eating at least 10 times your body weight consistently and you're finding that you just can't seem to lose more body fat, it's likely that you're not eating enough to lose fat. You would want to slowly increase your food and your activity as your schedule allows. And if so, you'll notice that increased daily focus daily energy, and overall mood. You'll perform better in your workouts, like my client has said that they are. She's a great example of it. You'll perform better in your workouts. You'll create a greater stimulus for body change through your workouts. And you'll now, by eating more, be fueling that change. You cannot achieve optimal fat loss by continuing to eat less and less and less. 
When I work with clients where we're correcting uh, anorexia, one of the things that probably shocks them a little bit, <laughs> uh, as I've been told, is they often come to me and they'll say, you know, I, I, I have fat in my body that I don't like. Everyone around them, family, friends, loved ones, are all telling them, you're not fat, you're not fat, you're not fat. But when they're down in their underwear, they can see in the mirror that there are pockets of fat on their body. And commonly, for females, it'll be the inside of their thigh. They will have fat on the inside of their thigh. So when people are telling them, you're not fat, you're not fat, you're not fat, they can literally see the fat, so they're not going to believe you. So when they come to me and they tell me, you know, like, I'm doing this because I want to I get rid of the fat, I don't tell them that they're not fat. I don't tell them that they are fat. <laughs> I just tell them that, yes, I understand that you probably still have fat on you that you are wanting to get rid of. But eating nothing doesn't seem to be getting rid of it, does it? I've worked with anorexic clients who have been forcibly put into hospitals for self-care or are on the verge of that and families threatening to do that with them. And we'll talk, and, and they have been starving themselves for a long time. But for a significant portion of that time, nothing has changed. They lost initial weight, initial fat, and then eventually the body fat just kind of stayed the same. And they started running into organ issues, body temperature control issues, and a lot of other health concerns. But that fat just remained the same. So I talked to them. I'm like, well, if, if eating nothing was helping, wouldn't it have already helped? I said, what you're wanting to do is you're wanting to get rid of the body fat on your body. Now, we can definitely, you know, expand this and talk about what they're really wanting to do is to control an aspect of their life, uh, which that's all about therapy. I'm not a therapist, so I don't get into that part. I actually work with anorexic clients as a partnership with a therapist. <laughs> so this is something that I was sought out and asked to do, which was a great honor, but just to give some context that I'm actually um, doing this with a master's in nutrition and with uh, being asked to do this <laughs> by a therapist. Uh, so it's a very it's a very controlled way of doing it to where the client's mental and emotional health is accounted for uh, as best as you know current medicine can do. <laughs> uh, but what I usually teach them is what like how do people lose body fat? If we look at the people on the planet who get the leanest, you're typically looking at people who do aesthetic competitions. You know, that could be male bodybuilders, classic physique, men's physique. It could be the women categories, you know, bikini, wellness, figure, physique. So I actually show them what the people look like on stage. I show them what their diets look like, what their training looks like. And it's often, I mean, golly, 180 degrees from what they're doing. In order to get lean on a bodybuilding stage, you do not eat nothing. You actually eat quite a bit. I have clients, the number one complaint I have from clients who, who get ready for competitions is they struggle to eat enough. Out of the food I'm telling them to eat, they're like, man, this is hard to get all this in. And I'm like, well, here's the tricks on how to do that. So I, I teach them how to do it. But they're often surprised by how much they have to eat. Because we're actually wanting to fuel change. 
You cannot starve change. You must fuel it. And that's the biggest mindset shift that I try to make with the anorexic clients. That's the biggest mindset shift I try to make with any of my clients who come into a fat loss approach from a place of under eating. You cannot starve change. You must fuel it. If you want less body fat, reduce the reason why you have body fat. <laughs> when we get educated on the concept of like why we actually store body fat, we start to realize that it's from inconsistent and undereating. We have body fat as a result of inconsistent eating and, and prolonged periods of undereating. That's wild. The reason why we store body fat is to protect our organs, to protect our brain, provide fuel when we don't eat enough. So back in the day <laughs> when we would kill an animal and we'd have a lot of food at one time or we'd harvest and we'd have a lot of food at one time, but then between killing the animals, between harvest, we had a lot less food. When our body would have periods of surplus, it would save that surplus to cover the periods of deficit. If we get rid of surpluses and deficits, if we can normalize our food, make it consistent, make it closer to what the body actually needs every day and when it needs it each day, we actually lose body fat. When you correct overeating, you lose body fat. When you correct undereating, you lose body fat. Increasing caloric consistency but eating just under your maintenance levels is how we lose body fat. That's how we fuel change. So the big takeaway that I want you to think of from today's podcast, if we think of the title, are you eating enough to lose weight? If you are eating less and less and less and it doesn't seem to be working, you potentially could be eating actually too less. You might be under eating fat loss. It's going to sound a little crazy, but that's what today's podcast helpfully explained is there is actually a two less of food that can actually make you stay and keep the body fat you have. You could actually not be eating too much. You could be eating too less of food. And that is why you're not leaner. That is why. You're not losing more body fat. So check out that free handout that we have on our website. Again, www.brutalirongym.com. Go to the free nutrition page. It's the first handout on that page. Totally free. You can download it for free. Write it out. Follow the steps. Or <laughs> if you want me to help you, right now I'm doing free 15-minute virtual consultations. We can set it up via Zoom or whatever app works for wherever you live. If you'd like, we'd meet for 15 minutes. I'd like to get to know you, what your goals are, what your struggles are, and then we'd talk about how we could overcome those. So if you want free help, it's there on the website. If you want to meet with me for free, you can just shoot me an email at brutalirongym at gmail.com. You can reach out on the website. Again, that's www.brutalirongym.com. I just hope that if you want the help, you know it's here, you know it's available, and I hope that you take advantage of it.
Okay? Hopefully today's podcast helped. If you need anything, shoot me an email. My email is brillironjim at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. Also, if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Jim. As always, I hope this was helpful, and thank you for listening.